Hey there, it's Therapist Tierra, and let's recap. So last week, we learned about the impact that music has on our individual psyche. Music shapes who we are and how we think, feel, and even who we become. We also discussed the root word for music, which is called muse, or to be absorbed into thought. So, homework review. <laughs> Last week, you were asked to create a playlist of at least 10 songs that could motivate you. And total randomness, I told my husband about your homework assignment and he was like, whoa, 10 songs? So, okay, my bad. I'm gonna slow it down a little bit, okay? I promise you I'll extend buckets upon buckets of grace to everybody who did not get their homework assignment complete. But my question to you is, did you at least start it? If not, are you able to at least create a playlist within the next 30 days? Honestly, if you were able to identify or complete two songs on your playlist, I'm so proud of you because that's two opportunities to shift your paradigm, okay? So keep up the good work. Because in this week's episode, we're gonna go a little deeper into how we can apply strategies related to our hearing. Now, do you remember my podcast, Nature Versus Nurture? Well, at the end of that session, I asked you, what emotional memories do you need to heal? I received a few questions asking me about emotional memories. So I kind of wanted to address that topic in today's session. What is an emotional memory? So according to Dr. Lamia in the article, Emotional Memories When People and Events Remain With You, she shared that most emotional memories are a result of cued recall. A certain date may trigger an emotional memory, such as an anniversary of a loss, but also anything that's connected to your senses may cue um, or ignite an emotional recall. So here's a transparent moment. As a child, there was this particular multi-award winning artist that was extremely popular. His music was dripping with inappropriate lyrics that brought about feelings of fear and anger. As a child, there are no good memories attached to this artist's songs for me. In fact, in the recent years, anytime I've heard that music, it rekindles thoughts and feelings that associate with a very dark time in my childhood. My response to those memories in my early 20s caused a ripple effect to those around me. And trust and believe y'all better be glad y'all didn't know me then. <laughs> oh, I can laugh about it now. So these memories brought about broken friendships and relationships because of my own issues with fear at the time. Now, I'm not saying it was just the music I was listening to that caused me to cut up and sabotage any relationship in my life, but it did feed my negative attitude and unhealthy patterns. This artist's music was familiar and almost felt like a safe place because my anger was the wall I needed to protect me from being hurt. Anytime I get close to anyone that had characteristics of my dark past, I jammed to that old playlist. Heck, sometimes I'd even jam with my partner at the time. And 
out of nowhere, I find myself cutting up. And then before I know it, the relationship would be over. Now, when it comes to emotional memories, it doesn't always have to evoke negative thoughts and feelings or even behaviors. It can also rekindle positive ones. early 1890s, a Russian physiologist by the name of Ivan Pavlo was researching salivation in dogs in response to being fed. He inserted a small test tube in the cheek of each dog to measure saliva when the dogs were fed. Pavlo predicted the dogs would salivate in response to the food placed in front of them, but he noticed that the dogs would begin to salivate whenever they heard the footsteps of his assistant who was bringing them the food. When Pavlo discovered that any object or event which the dogs learned to associate with food would trigger the same response, he realized that he made an important scientific discovery. Now I get it. We're not dogs, but this experiment is congruent with what we see in babies when moms are preparing their bottles. You'll see a five-month-old baby getting excited, salivating, and even crying when they see their mom beginning to take out their bottles or even pour the milk in them. These babies have been conditioned to produce an emotional response every time they see a bottle because they know what the reward will be. This experience works the same in individuals who may have grown up with feelings of rejection because of an absent parent. They may display an emotional response any time they enter into a relationship that experiences turbulence. Their default may be to protect themselves by sabotaging the relationship or hurting their partner before their partner hurts them. This emotional response was not developed overnight. It's been conditioned or programmed into the way they respond. So how do we unprogram it? So many of us have heard the story of David and Goliath. Hollywood couldn't pick a better storyline. You've got this little guy named David who faces this giant named Goliath. Anyone looking at this fight from the ground perspective, oh, <laughs> it's obvious who the winner's gonna be. But in viewing this fight from David's experiences, oh, <laughs> David's got this fight in the bag. You see, he was a shepherd boy who literally fought lions and bears in order to protect his sheep. Spoiler alert! <laughs> David not only beat Goliath's tail, he killed him with one stone. He also changed the trajectory of his legacy. Over the course of time, he went through a few hurdles, but David went from being a shepherd into being a king. What in the ham sandwich does this have to do with our emotional responses? Well, think about it like this. What would have happened if David allowed his emotional responses to keep him in the field? afraid of the lions and the bears. I can't even begin to wrap my mind around what it must have felt like to be in an open field all alone with no support from his siblings or parents. And to have had to fight off a lion or even a bear all alone. I'm sure his heart was pounding. His brow was sweating. He probably even cried afterwards. But at some point, David used that experience as a platform to face the fight of his life. 
in preparing for the battle, he told the people around him who tried to convince him not to fight, even some of them being his family members. He told them he'd seen lions and that he'd seen bears and grabbed his sheep out of their mouths. But he went on and he killed them. So he pretty much spoke positivity positivity and confidence into himself when everybody else around him was being negative. You see, David chose to find the positive in that experience when he faced Goliath. See, think about it like this. Even when the familiar situation arose, he did not feed into the situation with the negativity from his family or peers. He did not feed the negativity by listening to old school jams. (laughs) Oh, I can relate to that. Or that would have rekindled the dark place of fear in his life. You see, he made the decision to choose to see the positive outcome in his past. You know, so many times in therapy, I've heard horror stories of what individuals experienced in childhood. If that was your experience too, then I am so sorry that those things happened to you. Hear me when I say this, your legacy is way too valuable to continuing holding on to that hurt. (laughs) But hear my heart when I say this, it's easier said than done to release. You survived. Remember that. And what I love about you listening to this session is that it's obvious you don't want to continue carrying on with that hurt any longer. I truly believe in my heart that you don't want that hurt passed along as you shape your legacy today. Remember this, you're strong and you have the ability today to choose to find the positivity that came out of your experiences. So think about it like this, for example, If you're a controlling person with a sharp tongue, okay, this may mean that you're a type A person to the third power. (laughs) That's great. Now that you're aware, you can schedule an appointment with a therapist so that they can assist you in repurposing that strength in a healthy manner. Ask them to help you to heal so that you can use your mouth to speak life and love into others and more importantly, your legacy. This week, I'd like to encourage you to continue answering the homework questions provided in the Nature versus Nurture session. I'd also like you to continue building your playlist. That's really important. I'm so excited about this leg of your journey. So remember this, we're going to get healthy together because I want you to live your best life. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, definitely share it with your friends. Encourage them to link arms with you in breaking generational patterns. It actually works better if you're doing it with a friend. (laughs) If you're looking for me, you can totally find me on Instagram at Therapist Tiara or Twitter at Therapist Tiara. I look forward to hearing from you. Bye.